0: Hey everyone, it's Ryan here with Cardinal Aviation. Welcome to episode eight of the audio briefings. The date today is March twenty second, two thousand and twenty. And while today's episode was meant to be all about IFR clearances with VFR restrictions, I just thought we uh, owed it to our industry just to take a moment to talk about how this coronavirus situation is impacting uh, the pilots, the air traffic controllers, the airline staff, and many of the other service providers that we rely on to keep air travel safe and and moving. So last Thursday, March 12th, I landed in uh, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico with my family for what was supposed to be a two week vacation. About two hours after we landed, before we even got to the hotel, uh, we got an advisory from the Canadian government advising that everybody should return to Canada and nobody should leave the country because of this coronavirus pandemic. So needless to say, we spent a week in Mexico. Uh, Yeah, it was nice to be in the sun, but it wasn't much of a vacation as we were following everything that was going on and keeping in touch with all of our industry colleagues to see how this was impacting them. Uh, Last night we returned to Canada and it was one of those things I I don't think I'll ever forget. If we rewind uh, 19 years, I think we all remember exactly where we were standing uh, around 9 a.m. on September 11th. Well, yesterday was kind of one of those moments as well as we got on the airplane and the uh, flight crew, it was just different. And and I applaud the flight crew uh, of our flight for one coming to work to get Canadians back home but also just in the professionalism and and how they conducted themselves and and things were noticeably different. Arriving in Vancouver, uh, the international departure gates, there was not one person in there and it was something I've never seen before and it was just really a reality check on on the gravity of the situation that we're facing. Over the last couple of days, I've been speaking to several of our coaches that uh, do fly for the airlines and And rely on air travel to make a living and to several other industry friends and colleagues and The impact of this is astounding. Just a couple anecdotes Uh, One of our coaches flies for air transat and effective April 1st. I believe it is Uh, all of their 900 plus pilots uh, Are essentially on layoff Uh, the same goes for for Sunwing Airlines. Uh, They've got over 900 pilots I believe it's 470 pilots actually that are going to be uh parked for the time being uh yet they're still spending the next week or so uh, doing repatriation flights to get canadians back home from sun destinations uh WestJet, i was talking to a friend of mine who happened to be the first officer on my flight home uh, last night uh, was telling me that their pilots collectively have taken a cut of 40 to 60 percent off of their flying for the next few months and uh that is in order to save the jobs of over 900 WestJet pilots. So, uh, the team of them came together to voluntarily take a cut in pay and hours for the next couple of months so that they could save the, the jobs of, of their coworkers. And, and that's something that's definitely to be applauded. And just an example of how, when, when things happen, this industry really pulls together to, to look out for one another. Another example of the impact of this is Porter Airlines, which operates Dash 8 Q 400s at a Toronto city centre airport. I was talking to a friend there and by the sounds of it, uh, starting April 1st, they are more or less shutting down operations as with the mass cancellations uh, due to the isolation measures taken to try and keep this virus under control. Uh, I'm I not 100% certain on the validity of this number, but it was something like there are only 26 seats reserved system-wide for the, the month of April now. So they're going to be uh, parking airplanes for a few months to try and get this thing under control. So I think for the air travel industry, this could potentially have a larger impact than 9-11. And it's it's so just mind-boggling to think that just a few weeks ago, uh, we're talking about a pilot shortage and we're talking about how, how easy it is to get a job right now compared to what it might have been like 10, 15 years ago. And And what's been floated around is if you have a license and a pulse, there'll be a job for you. And, and how just how sensitive this industry is to, to issues that can come up that are beyond any of our control and how in the course of a week or two, there are literally thousands of pilots, tens of thousands of pilots and other aviation professionals, uh, that work in all aspects of the airline that could potentially be without work yet. They continue coming to work every day, uh, doing the absolute best they can and being as professional as, as anyone could ever expect to really support uh, their fellow coworkers, uh, their, their customers, and just citizens in general as we all work together through this difficult time. Now on the air traffic control side, I can only really say so much, but in the last 10 days, we've seen uh, this pandemic hit Chicago Midway and they actually went CTAF at Chicago Midway for the good uh, part of a day. We've also seen it hit uh, Las Vegas And uh, if anyone's ever flown into Las Vegas with the crossing runways, that's pretty crazy on the best of days. But they were operating CTAF for several hours one day. And uh, Indianapolis Center also shut down all of their airspace for a good chunk of the day yesterday as they were dealing with issues related to this virus. On the Canadian side, again, there's only so much I can say, but what I I will tell you is that NAV Canada and uh, CATCA, the Canadian Air Traffic Controllers Association, has tackled this thing head on and are really working well together to put aggressive measures in place into how we operate, how we staff and how we schedule to really mitigate uh, exposure and minimize the interaction that our staff has with one another in an effort to keep uh, air traffic moving, to keep employees healthy and uh, to minimize the impact that this could have uh, on our sector of the aviation industry. Cardinal Aviation, We've had to, m- to make a few tough decisions and for the time being, we're going to suspend all in-aircraft and in-person coaching uh, just because we can't maintain the necessary social distancing that's required to try and stop the spread of, of this uh, virus. So for the time being, we won't be uh, occupying airplanes with clients. Uh, or doing face-to-face coaching, but one of the fantastic things about technology and the power of the internet is we are still able to work with our clients, uh, new and old, uh, either on the telephone or in a video coaching capacity, and we will be considering contract flights and uh, ferry flights on a case-by-case basis. So for the time being, I mean, it's really up to you and up to your school, but I'd, I'd seriously think twice about uh, getting in an airplane right now with somebody who isn't a direct family member—if it isn't critical uh, for, for example, moving supplies or medical professionals or just are critical for the for the preservation of life—I just really take a break here. And I know it, it really sucks to to have a wrench thrown into your flight training and your continuity, but there are other ways that you can. Uh, Stay on top of your flight training uh, and your flying in general and stay sharp uh, during a time where we really do all need to just stay on the ground, keep our distance. And some of those things you could do is, you know, catch up on your logbook. Go ahead and find your favorite aviation podcast or YouTube channel and and watch some back episodes. You know, go clean your airplane uh, inside and out. You know, make sure all your books are in order uh, plan that next long cross country. Go ahead and look at a couple approach plates that you would flip to and, and aren't clear right away and just take a deep dive into briefing those approach plates and just to up your skills for when it is time to go flying again and reach out to your community. We've got, uh, in British Columbia here, the BC general aviation association and being an online, uh, based organization that heavily uses social media, uh, rather than social distancing in a physical Capacity we can actually become socially closer as an organization and and really help learn from one another and support one another through these times As for me, I got back to the country last night and I am in 14 days of self quarantine at home just as a precaution Uh, So I'm gonna use that time to spend some time with the family also planning to record at least one session a day for release over the next couple of weeks or months And uh, the next one we will be doing is the VFR restrictions on an IFR clearance episode. And in that, we're going to talk about some of the subtle differences uh, between terminology, IMC, VMC, IFR, VFR, and what they truly mean. In the meantime, if there's anything that you would like covered, uh, go ahead and email us, info at cardinalaviation.ca or visit us online, www.cardinalaviation.ca. And we're also here, all of our coaches are here to do Uh, video or telephone coaching sessions with you to discuss any areas of the flying that you want to work on uh, as you use this time to just really review what it is that you need to review so that when it comes time to take back to the skies full time that we're in the best possible uh, physical health and also mental mindset to go ahead and do that. So until next time, thanks for joining us. Uh, If you're looking for any other great aviation content to keep your mind occupied during these times, uh, check out the Flying BC podcast. I know Work just put out a brand new episode. That's episode two. Uh, also, there's uh, Learn the Finer Points and on YouTube, Flight Chops. Check out those three things. And uh, till next time, fly safely, never stop learning.